Welcome to a new episode of Sweet But Salty, the bliss point of podcasts. <laughs> Welcome. Today I'm recording this episode in this weird time between Christmas and the new year. These couple of days where, I don't know, we're still so full from all the things we've eaten over the holidays and we don't really know what to do. I don't have to work. I don't have to do things for uni. I'll start next week in the new year. It's really this weird time in between. And that's why I've called this episode in between. And I was wondering what I could actually talk about. And I decided to talk about what we can actually use this short period of time for. And it's to let go of the things that are, I don't want to say bothering us, not necessarily, but letting go of the things that are weighing us down and that aren't serving us anymore. And I found this quote again. I reposted this on my Tumblr over three years ago, but it's still very relevant. It's by Yenla Vincent. I don't know if I actually pronounced her name correctly, but um, the quote is this. When a thing has served its purpose, it will go away. If you try to hold on to something that has already fulfilled its purpose in your life, you are going to hurt yourself. If holding on is disturbing your peace of mind, it makes sense to let go. Surrender all attachments to people and things that you have been struggling to hold on to. I think what I love about this quote is really the simplicity of the thoughts behind them because it's almost self-evident that when you try to hold on you are going to hurt yourself because it takes so much energy and effort to hold on to things that aren't supposed to be in your life anymore or people for that matter and surrendering all attachments that sounds pretty simple but it's not you have to get to the state of flow and of letting things come and go as they please while still being able to control your life to a certain degree because you know if you're just letting things and people come and go without actually interacting or doing things to them or with them i mean you're not getting anywhere in the end so it's really about this balance between doing your best and giving your all but then detaching from the outcome and detaching from people and things in your life and i think that's something i'm struggling with so i'm using this time in between to hopefully get into a state of flow more and i found another quote it's by an unknown author but it really captures what i want and it, this quote is i no longer force things what flows flows what crashes crashes i only have space and energy for things that are meant for me And that is so true because that's exactly the essence of what I was talking about. I use this term a lot, the essence of something, but it really captures what I'm trying to express. And that's allowing things to be and to evolve in a way that is natural to them. And that doesn't mean that you are completely detached and not interacting with you know, your surroundings and people in your life, but it means that you accept that you can't control everything. And I think that's a really, really powerful concept. 
I recently read a book about Stoicism, and that's exactly what the Stoics believed, you know, that one cornerstone of their philosophy was actually learning to differentiate between the things you can control and the things you cannot control. And I think getting better at that differentiation is so important, and that's something I'm aiming for in the new year. I wouldn't say that I have particular resolutions. I have goals for the new year. Those two things are on my mind, you know, learning to let go of the right things and learning the difference between the things I can control and the things I cannot control a lot more. And maybe to finish off this episode, I'm going to share with you what I wrote in my bullet journal. I was a bullet journal freak a couple of years ago. I like embellished every page and put so much effort into my bullet journal. It was crazy. And I use it every day, to be fair. But since maybe two years ago, I stopped doing it in that way. And last year was a very simplistic year when it comes to bullet journaling. And this year is too. But I am going to share my setup with you because I think it's helpful. So I have one or two pages to write down my intentions and maybe a quote that is supposed to be the inspiration for the year or anything I come across. Last year, I wrote down a forecast for the year. Um, I'm not going to do that this year, but I'm really going to focus on my intentions and my attitude. I'm going to write that down. Then I have two pages of monthly calendars just the overview for the year. Then I have a page with my priorities. My personal priorities are health, love, and growth. And I wrote down really important things for each section. And then I have goals that are tied to those priorities. So I have three goals for each, three goals for health, three goals for love, and three for growth. And for example... A goal for health is to start exercising regularly again because I haven't, I have been slacking a little bit uh, or a lot. I maybe exercised five times this year. I don't know. <laughs> and for example, one goal for growth is that I want to read one book a week. So that would total about 50 books in one year, which would be great. My next two pages are dedicated to my achievements and highlights. I left space for 12 monthly highlights, so to say. And then I have one page for each month in the year where I'm going to write down somewhat of a summary of the month at the end. And then I have four pages dedicated to my learnings of the year where I left space for each month again to write down my learnings. And then another two pages I left free for the recap of 2022. And that's about it. And I think it's important to have priorities, to have goals, to have a little bit of space for reflection. And that's about it. You know, you don't have to make it complicated. Just keep your eyes on the horizon, keep your eyes on the things that you want rather than what you don't want and practice this skill of letting go and detaching. I'm going to mention the Stoics again because according to them 
And I think this is a great principle. When you give your best in a certain situation, then you are able to detach from the outcome because you can say, I gave it my all. This is what's possible at this moment in my life. And whatever happens, happens. And I think that's really wonderful. And it takes away the pressure to perform amazingly all the time. I think we tend to be really empathetic and understanding when it comes to other people and maybe their shortcomings, but we tend to be harsh on ourselves. At least that's my experience. Maybe you can relate to that. But just saying, okay, I gave it my all, I did my best, and now I have to let go and see what happens. That's a beautiful way to go through life and it makes life a lot easier. And maybe you could take away something from this episode. If you liked it, please subscribe to my podcast. It helps me out a lot. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, feel free to rate this episode or any other episode you're listening to and to rate my podcast. It would be wonderful. Thank you so much. This is it for this episode. This is actually the last episode of this year. And I really hope you could take away something for the new year, maybe some motivation and inspiration. And I wish you a very happy new year and a lot of fun with your family, your friends, whoever you're celebrating with. Have a wonderful time and I'll catch you next week. Bye.